Welcome to Alive and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. Most people really like Christmas. There are a few Grinches who despise the annual celebration, but many more cherish this annual holiday. They lean into invisible qualities of hope and joy connected to the evergreen tree, lights and decorations, beautiful music, giving and receiving, special goodies, and moments of reflection. Unfortunately, many of these same Christmas-loving people feel overwhelmed at the hustle and bustle. So, how do you prepare your heart for this beloved holiday? For more information about Advent, check out last week's episode, Prepare for Christmas with Advent. In a nutshell, an Advent ushers in the arrival of a remarkable person or event, in this case, baby Jesus and his birth. Advent is a time to prepare for that notable arrival and celebration. This is the first in a series to help prepare your heart for Christmas. Each week, we'll light another candle in our hearts to get ready. And each episode's content will be practical and inspirational. Let's start with Prepare Your Heart. Because Christmas has become highly commercialized, it takes skill and thought to prepare your heart. As you participate in the hustle and bustle, you don't want to lose the meaning of Christmas. Each year, I write about Advent and Christmas, so this content provides helpful tips to make Christmas as rich and meaningful as possible. Incidentally, Christmas is the celebration most highly cherished worldwide. There are three qualities to help prepare your heart. Since Christmas is treasured globally, how can you prepare your heart on a personal and practical level? Interestingly, God esteems three qualities that help prepare your heart for Christmas. The first is humility in responses to Him. Second is a contrite spirit sincere remorse, and a desire for God's ways. And the third is respect for God's Word. Why do you think God values these three qualities? It has something to do with resting place. All right, let's talk about resting place. There are two kinds of resting place. Let's explore the first kind now. God created you and knows you inside out, so He knows how to best prepare your heart for Christmas, and by the way, for daily life. And it starts with a term we don't use very often today, resting place. But first, let's start with God's knowledge of you. Have you ever reflected on how much God knows about you? Psalm 139 1 through 5, is eye-opening. Listen. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts. 
Discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in, behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. God can choose anywhere to live, so it's significant. He wants his home, his resting place, to be your heart. What a privilege and responsibility. He lovingly made you for himself with glorious original design to make your life purposeful. Well, humility, a contrite spirit, and respect, the three qualities that we mentioned earlier, those help to determine whether you will be God's home, his resting place. When you choose the provisions of Christ's cross, you gain these three qualities. Have you considered your life to be God's resting place? Now it's time to look at the second kind of resting place. And this resting place, it's your resting place in God's heart. How does this happen? First, you accept his invitation into Christ and you invite him into you. But humility, a contrite spirit, and respect for God's word also determine if you will choose God to be your resting place. Opposite ideas are pride, personal agenda, and lack of esteem for God's opinion. Consequently, you are in control of these choices. Why not choose to be humble, contrite, and respectful to prepare your heart for Christmas? Have you considered God to be your resting place? But now we need to talk about a name and traditions. First of all, a name for a baby. God's name for baby Jesus has you in mind. Isaiah 7 verse 14 and Matthew 1 23 both say, The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Emmanuel is a special name for baby Jesus. Incidentally, Jesus is what an angel told Mary to name her child, Luke 1.31. Jesus was a common name in that culture. From the beginning, Jesus identifies with common people. Initially, before his birth, Jesus was called the Word. Look up John 1, verses 1 through 3. Then John 1.14 says, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. This is when the Word became Jesus. However, the very special name, Emmanuel, God with you, is stunning. Think of it. You have a dear companion you can trust, and he will never leave you. So, in humility, give him control. In contrite trust, give up your agendas. And in respect, consider his words more valuable than your own. Now we'll move on to talk about traditions. Traditions at Christmas are so important to people. Jesus himself 
intentionally kept meaningful traditions when he lived on earth. However, he always brought something fresh and new into traditions. Why not prepare your heart by asking Jesus to fill your life with fresh newness, even as you keep meaningful traditions at Christmas? This helps to prepare your heart. So let's explore four practical ways to prepare your heart this Christmas. The first one is waiting. Second is trusting. Third, agreeing. And fourth, resting. Let's start with waiting. Waiting is preparation. It's active faith. It is also expectation. In fact, I wonder if it's possible to wait without expectation. True expectation is receiving from God with a grateful heart. So be open. And true expectation is also focusing on Emmanuel. So be focused. As we already mentioned, waiting on God is both a privilege and responsibility. Waiting for Christmas with active faith and expectation helps safeguard your holiday preparation. You could connect with God, enjoy meaningful traditions, and anticipate something fresh and new from God while you wait. Okay, that's talking about waiting is preparation, but let's look now at trusting Trusting God is also preparation. Life has lots of good in it. Still, everyone has bad news, disappointments, and losses. Sometimes Christmas has sad times. But if you draw close to Emmanuel, God promises amazing exchanges. Have you heard about the gift exchanges God offers? Isaiah 61 verse 3 talks about ashes exchanged for a crown of beauty, mourning exchanged for the oil of joy, and a spirit of despair exchanged for a garment of praise. To claim your wonderful gift exchanges, let go of your losses and preferences, and instead connect with God, enjoy meaningful traditions, and anticipate something fresh and new from God as you trust in Him for these wonderful gift exchanges. I have some scriptural helps that I hope will add to this idea of trusting God being preparation. Scripture instructs and encourages every single day of the year. Are you in Scripture to hear what God is saying to you every day? God wants you to be His holy resting place, so He refines you, Isaiah 48.10. But God also promises to help and strengthen you. Isaiah 41, verse 10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. I will strengthen you and help you. You have a decision to make. Will you soak your soul? with God's Word as you prepare your heart for Christmas? Okay, let's move on to the third way of preparing for Christmas. Agreeing with God is also preparation. 
Isaiah 45.9 says, Woe to those who quarrel with their Maker. Agreeing with God means not quarreling with Him. Let's look at some questions about quarreling. First of all, in what way might you be quarreling with your Maker? Number two, do you wonder if God will cover all your bases? Three, maybe you wonder if He'll cheat you out of some experience. Four, do you sometimes feel under par, but compensate in a way that puts you at odds with your Maker? And number five, is God interfering with your agenda? Instead of quarreling with God, choose to agree with Him. He is forming you for His glory and purposes, refining you and testing your tinsel strength, sharing Himself with you, and loving you with everlasting love and drawing you with unfailing kindness. So, in order to really agree with God and not quarrel with Him, connect with Him and enjoy meaningful traditions. Anticipate something fresh and new from God as you agree with Him. And then the final thing that we wanted to talk about in preparation for Christmas is resting in God. Life was intended to include rest. God established every seventh day as a holy rest. Planning special downtimes throughout the year also helps you rest. And there's so much value in a good night's sleep. God created rest as part of life's rhythm. Matthew eleven twenty nine says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. God wants you to rest as you prepare for Christmas. This may mean less is more. Simplify your planning. Choose your most meaningful traditions and let go of other things. And be open in your heart to receive something new from the Lord. God goes straight to relationship. Emmanuel, God with us. So connect with God, enjoy meaningful traditions, anticipate something fresh and new as you rest in God. Here are some application thoughts and questions. First of all, are you actively choosing to be humble, contrite, and respectful of God? Second, is fear or doubt in your heart? Third, to connect with God and prepare for Christmas, decide how you can practice those four things we talked about that help you to prepare. First was waiting. Second, trusting. Third, agreeing. And fourth was resting. Number four, what meaningful tradition will you keep this Christmas? What should you let go of? Five, do you engage eager expectation to receive fresh new things from God? And number six, have you exchanged at gift exchange your ashes, your mourning, and your despair? Or instead, a crown of beauty, the oil of joy, and a garment of praise? I invite you to follow us on your favorite social media 
Do sign up on our email list to receive weekly articles. Plus, tune in to our weekly podcast using your preferred podcast app or use our online player at the top of each article. Visit our website for resources to get into God's Word and live an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org, your web-based home for resources, including books and eBooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list and subscribe to our podcast to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.